From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, March 23rd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. President Joe Biden is speaking today at the OSU Wexner Medical Center to tout the American Rescue Plan and additional aid he intends to roll out to the American people. Kevin Landers has more with White House Communications Director Kate Bedingfield. The president's trip to Columbus will mark his first trip to the state since he took office back in January. Now, his appearance in Columbus falls on the 11th anniversary of the Affordable Care Act being signed into law. Biden plans to highlight how his pandemic relief legislation will lower health care costs for many families. He's going to be there to talk about what the Affordable Care Act has done to help Ohioans afford health insurance. And he's also going to talk about how the American Rescue Plan is going to help uh, further bring down health care costs for Ohioans. Vice President Kamala Harris and First Lady Jill Biden are also traveling with the president to promote the plan. According to the White House, the president will be in Columbus for just under two hours. Well, he, were, he will tour the James Cancer Hospital and Solov Research Institute outside the OSU Wexner Medical Center. Kevin Landers. Governor Mike DeWine has vetoed Senate Bill 22, the latest attack by fellow Republican lawmakers on the governor's ability to issue health orders during a pandemic. Andrew Kinsey reports. The bill would prohibit a local or state health department from requiring someone to quarantine or isolate unless there's been a significant medical diagnosis. Now, on Monday, Governor DeWine sent a letter to lawmakers outlining what he calls grave concerns about the bill. This fundamentally changes the ability of public health in the state of Ohio to protect the citizens. And it goes so far, so far beyond any dispute that we might have had in regard to how this pandemic should have been covered. The Senate is scheduled to vote to override the governor's veto Wednesday. It's unclear when the House might vote on it. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Governor DeWine reportedly sent a compromise proposal to leadership in both the Senate and the House, but did not divulge what it included. The governor is urging Ohioans to actively seek vaccinations when eligible as different strains of the coronavirus emerge. Laura Queso has the details. Governor Mike DeWine says our neighbors in Michigan and West Virginia are seeing more cases in parts of the states. And the variant being more contagious. We're concerned about where we are. Just two weeks ago, our variant count was 32 cases. But as of today, there are 173 variant cases reported. 2.8 million Ohioans have received at least one shot. But it's a race against time. I'm Laura Queso. Yesterday, Governor DeWine announced that any Ohioan 16 and older can get the vaccine if a vaccine provider's appointments are otherwise going unfilled. But as Richard Solomon reports, finding an appointment might be easier said than done. Dr. Mashika Roberts, the Columbus Health Commissioner, is here with those answers. Their plan should include prioritizing where they're willing to go to get the vaccine. Dr. Roberts says it'll make your life a lot easier if you focus on a few providers rather than the entire pot. And checking to see when available slots are open will help your chances. Wherever you get your first dose should be where you get your second dose. Any vaccine provider is responsible for doing your first and second dose. Reporting in Columbus, Richard Solomon. In suburban Toledo, a Sylvania Township police officer shot and killed a burglary suspect who the officer said told him he had a weapon. That turned out to not be true, but the police department doesn't have body cameras to verify what happened. Tyler Paley has the story. 
Philip Stinson is a criminal justice professor at BGSU who studies policing and deadly force. It's absolutely imperative that local police officers, patrol officers, are equipped with body-worn cameras. But none of Sylvania Township's 44 sworn officers have one. Chief Paul Long says, I'm a fan of body cameras. It's just an initial outlay of them. It's just quite costly. Long estimates an initial investment around $200,000 with yearly maintenance and storage fees. Tyler Paley reporting in Sylvania Township. Two people have died following yesterday's early morning shooting at a restaurant on the west side of Cleveland. ONN's Dave James reports. The shooting happened at My Friend's Restaurant on Detroit Avenue just before 4 a.m. When officers arrived, they found two people on the ground with gunshot wounds. A 21-year-old woman and 27-year-old man were rushed by EMS to a hospital where both were later pronounced dead. Two men ages 25 and 29 were identified by police as the shooters and were arrested. One is hospitalized with a gunshot wound to his leg and the other is in jail. Police believe the incident started with an argument between two groups of people inside the restaurant. Dave James, ONN News. The NFL draft is coming to downtown Cleveland next month, and it will not be a virtual event. Brandon Simmons has more. April 29th through May 1st, the NFL will set up shop for the draft, welcoming fans too. It won't look like the 2019 draft in Nashville where more than half a million people gathered, but fans who are allowed in the inner circle will be allowed to gather near the main stage, near the Great Lakes Science Center and First Energy Stadium. Fans who are part of the inner circle will have to be fully vaccinated, while other events for non-vaccinated fans will still follow normal COVID-19 safety protocols that include masks and social distancing. I'm Brandon Simmons, 3 News. And the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament are finished, and with the exit of the Ohio University Bobcats last night, there are no Ohio teams left in the bracket. Dom Tiberi has the latest. Well, you know, it's hard to believe, but the NCAA tournament is over for Ohio State, Cleveland State, and now Ohio University. The Bobcats, the 13th seed in the West Regional, taking on the 5 seed Creighton, and the Bobcats actually got off to a great start, but Creighton comes storming back, never look back as the Blue Jays go on to win 72 to 58. Creighton now moves on to take on the number one seed, Gonzaga. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.